Hey, thank you for tuning in to Tell Email, a storytelling podcast where we think, educate, learn, and laugh with our special guests. And yes, we will get the piping hot tea straight from them by them. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. So good evening and welcome to Tell Email. Today, our special guest is, I mean, listen, when I tell you she is the queen of all trades, baby, this beautiful soul is not only a teacher, but she's an author. She has a podcast. She has her own radio show. She gives back to the community. Like, I can't wait for y'all to hear all of the things she is doing because it is a blessing and it's such an inspiration to hear that there is somebody out there who cares, not just for their community, but for themselves. Like reading her book, Breaking Chains, it's like, it's so emotional for me. I didn't get through all of it, but I started it and I was like, oh my gosh, I just feel so much passion and so much love coming from her. So if you guys haven't read it, please go out and pick it up. It is Breaking Chains by Deborah Ware. So if you aren't ready, you better get ready now. So tell me, Deborah, how are you? Oh, girl, I am doing wonderful. I couldn't be more blessed and couldn't feel more joyful and happier to be here today. Good. You look so cute. Now, listen, I know y'all are like, all right, Amel, where is the video? And you guys just bear with me. I have like a lot going on. My crew is out of town. So we will be getting the video to you guys very soon. So back to Deborah. Tell me, when did you start singing and who influenced you? Okay. Well, to start that off, um, I was influenced by my father whose name was Joseph Gibson. And um, he was a, a teacher, a high school teacher, as well as a, a drummer. He liked music. Um, I would say around the age of maybe 10, between 10 and 11 is when I actually really got into singing. Didn't know what I was doing, right? I just simply thought that, you know, I was having fun, you know, uh, playing talent show, getting on top of the bed, getting on top of the dresser, you know, doing those types of things and just didn't know where it was taking me. Okay. So when you said you were doing like these talent shows, who or what inspired you to start singing? My dad. He was the one. And okay. guess what? He couldn't sing at all. He couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> his, notes, his notes were flat, flat, flat. But he was a person that had an ear for it. You know, he knew what sounded right. He knew what sound he wanted when he created the music that he wanted me to sing. Okay. So what was it like when he took you to record in the studio? Because you said a live orchestra was there? Like a live it band? Was, it was a live band, you know, the um, bass guitar, lead guitar, piano, organ, horns, drums, every instrument that there was, 
um, we actually had it because back then, you know, in those times, they were doing a lot of live recordings. It wasn't like it is today. You just take your track and you go into the studio and you record from there. No, it was strictly live music. So every instrument was recorded separately. And then the lead vocalist was recorded by herself, then recorded with the background singers and things like that. So it was a, it was really, really amazing. Um, it's something that I'll never forget because right now it's a really tough job just to get, you know, singers to get with a live band because nobody wants to be dedicated to coming to rehearsals and things like that now. From that, before I got into the studio actually to record in Mississippi, every week, five days out of a week, I was in a studio along with my sister, my cousin, and two classmates. We were going to the studio for voice training and you know things like that. And then once the songs was written, then we had to learn them. And so it was a lot of stuff leading up to getting to that final big recording. Now, when you say the songs were written, did you write them? Did your dad write them? Did everybody participate? No, during that time, my dad wrote them and then he got assistance from the vocal coaches that we had in the studio because, you know, he wanted to have somebody extra to kind of, you know, help him along the way, tell him what to do. But the actual writing of the song, he did that. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so let's kind of fast forward a little bit. So I know you have your album, Love is Real. So mm -hmm. are you writing the lyrics to the songs or are you getting songwriters to do that no I write all my own lyrics because every single song that I sing that is on any of the the albums that I have they're real and it's stories you know things that have happened with me and I've just taken them to sort of uh be able to find some comfort for myself you know um and I just put them into songs it's not easy, but, you know, at the end, they come out the way they need to. Plenty tearing up papers, you know, throwing them away, you know, changing our words. Right. So your song, Beautiful, what album is that on? It, that's actually just a single. After that first album, I did one more and then the rest, I've just been doing singles. Because, you know, a lot of people nowadays, you know, if you keep up with the music industry, they're not buying albums. They're buying the songs that they want to hear, which is the songs that they can stream. So I stream a lot of my songs and, you know, I mean, they're very cheap. 99 cent a download, you know, people can get them, but it's just no album. I And I've been thinking about it because my husband, who is like my business partner, my manager, my inspirer, all of that. He has been talking to me. He said, you know, maybe we need to get together now. Maybe you need to go ahead and create a new album. But with that, creating a new album means coming up with new songs. So it, it will take, you know, some time to do that. But I pretty much just rather singles, you know, because then people can say, well, I like that one. Yeah, you know, and then you don't have a whole album just sitting there, nobody purchasing it because they don't like all the songs on it. 
Yeah, so I I do like uh beautiful because I've witnessed you sing it before and I think it's <laughs> a really beautiful song. And I've watched your videos, but I think the last time on your podcast, you you mentioned Lazy Days. So I went back and watched that. And it's just so soft and like gentle. And that was really refreshing to listen to. Tell me, what is your favorite song to sing? The favorite one I would have to say is Lazy Day because Lazy Day is where I finally realized that, you know what? you don't take enough time with yourself, which then brought me to the circle of self-love. And I didn't really know, you know, how much damage you do to yourself if you don't show yourself self-love as a woman. And so for a woman, especially, you know, and I know for me, age is nothing but a number, but for me being 64, it's like, you know what, golly, I, you know, I got to show myself that I really care about myself because for me, life is just beginning. And inside my body and my soul, I feel that way. It's just a difference. You know, you, you feel so different, but you have to first take that initial step to own up to the fact that, you know what, I'm not loving myself enough. So when I wrote Lazy Day, that told me, you know what, Every single time you get a chance, you need to find something that just you like to do, you know? And for me, one of the biggest things I like to do is shop. So <laughs> I love shopping. So, you know, that's that's where that came from. Okay. Well, it's a really nice hit. It's so refreshing. I love listening to it. But mm -hmm. with you, like, creating your own music and... Um, performing for people recently I saw that you were at the festival it's it was called arts in the hearts festival yes. can you tell me about that experience yes this is about I would say my fourth year being invited to perform on the jazz stage you know out in Augusta which is wonderful because the people are so warm welcoming to you and you know when you can see people out there in the audience when you sing songs say oh my god this song is touching you know I had a lady that went up to my husband and said what is the name of that song it just made me cry just you know I just feel that in my soul you know and um when I go there it's it's just an amazing feeling. Girl, the people get into the songs. Um, you have people from way across the way because the, the festival is large. It's really big. And you have vendors that are way across the way at their stand. And when, when it's over with and you can walk by and hear them say, I loved hearing your voice. I loved hearing you say, and I'm saying, how did they know it was me? Well, you know, they let the people in Augusta know who's going to be on what stage, what time you're going to be on there and stuff. And they look forward to that. And not only is it with adults, but just this last um, time that I went there for the festival, I had some kids run down the street to follow me, to stop me, to say, could you please sign this, sign, give me your autograph. We really loved your song. And I was like, this is kids. So it just reflected back to my students I teach at school, Lazy Day and Beautiful are two of the best songs that they love. So evidently the lyrics are really getting to people. They understand what they really mean and they like the song. Yes. And 
for those who haven't heard the song, you can definitely go to Deborah's YouTube page and we'll give you all that information at the end. Let's uh go back a little bit. You also did an audition for NBC's The Voice. Can you tell us about that experience? Yes, it was an experience because it was, I mean, so many hours. I was up like at about three o'clock in the morning, making my way down to Atlanta to stand in that long line. You know, a lot of people think it's just, oh, you know, get to the line and this is going to be it. You're going to move right on it. Uh-uh. No, it takes long, a long time. It takes patience. Um, it was for me, it was really an experience because it was the first time that I got there. The other show, which was America's Got Talent, because I did both of those. And the reason for me not going all the way through was I was already an artist that had already put recordings out there. They had you in groups this last time. You were like in groups. And so if the whole group didn't go through, it was almost like nobody went through. But for me, I just, I love the experience. You're not in front of the the real judges. You're just in front of, you know, natural people that are saying yay or nay to you. Then you go through that cycle. Then you got to go through another cycle before you can even get to the actual people who you're in front of. And I've heard lots of people say that they've, audition like 10 and 11 times you know for me I just wanted to do it to show myself you could go through this you could do this and they're not gonna tell you oh you know you too old for this you can't do it but I just learned that now they're they're gonna start either I don't know if they're gonna make a cut off for age now or if they're gonna extend it but for anyone that's in singing it, it's a, a really big experience whether you go through or you don't yes so I know that was probably um very like intense for you to go <laughs> through and mm -hmm. people hear you sing like I can sing but honey I ain't joining no contest or nothing like that so I can imagine yeah <laughs> like, I was singing so church it's no music. It's all acapella. You don't sing with any music wow. at all. No background tracks whatsoever. But it gives you an opportunity to meet other people. And not only that, but to see how some people are so dependent on being picked. I saw people there crying, saying, oh, my God, this was my life. You know, I needed this. This is how I got to survive. And I learned that, you know what, you're fortunate because I didn't have to do that because I knew that it wasn't, my life wasn't dependent on it. My heart would have been to the point because I love to sing and get up in front of people, but I knew I didn't need that to put me in front of an audience to hear me sing. Right. So mm -hmm. speaking of beautiful, I saw that you also have a podcast called beautiful women with a purpose and I was just trying to figure out like tell me how did you come up with the concept of that well I came up with that concept because I had friends that I wanted to encourage not so much to say be like me but encourage them to know that don't be down on yourself you know look at you you're a beautiful woman not saying on the outside, but I'm talking about on the inside. And so I was thinking about, okay, how can I start getting other people to think the way I'm thinking that, 
you know, beauty is just not on the outside. So I decided to take the friends. These were friends I had and say, you know what? I want to, I want to pay for a photo shoot for you guys to come and, you know, do this with me. And um, we actually raised money for, to give kids school supplies. We did that. And a lot of them, a matter of fact, about two of them have branched out on their own with like their own business. You know, um, one of the girls um, has a, a skincare company called Shalo Glow, you know, and, you know, so it got, it get, I knew it gave her the enthusiasm to know that, oh, I can do this. So it was basically more or less just, you know, sharing, because I'm a sharing person. You know, I'm not going to take what I got and just sit on it. If somebody has some a question about how did you get here? How did you do this? How can I do it? I'm going to answer the question. But I've learned one thing. You can give present people with something. And I'm going to say it that nice way. You can present people with something. But if they don't want it as bad as you do, there's nothing you can do about it. So at that I, I stopped that podcast. I haven't done anything on it. I said I was going to go back and um, find if there were, you know, any other ladies that was interested in joining and being able to kind of share, you know, how they feel about what it means to be beautiful and be happy and things like that. But I just have been so busy. I just never got back to it again. Okay. Well, I know that you are a generous person because we share a lot of things. And yes. if I yeah. see something, I'm like, oh, well, let me call Deb. And mm -hmm. then if you see something, you definitely let me know. So right. I truly appreciate you for that. But then when you were talking about, you know, helping women and inspiring them, like mm -hmm. I was on a Zoom call the other day and the Zoom call has a lot of women from different ages, young, old, and some of the women just voiced the fact that they hated being called a queen. Like sometimes you're so detached. And then I thought about like, especially the word beautiful. Like I've had people ask me, do you think you're beautiful? And I would say, I'm just me. I, I might be a little cute, but I don't see myself as beautiful. So sometimes people need to hear those things. They need to hear those words. They need that support. So even though you think people might not be listening, they are checking for podcasts to listen to, especially ones that are inspirational. So even if you stop, I know you are very busy. <laughs> Mm -hmm. you, know, you never know it could you know start all over again but right but but not not to cut you off but I think the reason why they say that they don't like to be called a queen and that the word beautiful is an issue for them is because they're thinking that you're saying put on your makeup put on your high heel shoes put on what you gotta put on that's not it it's what's inside here it's you know how humble are you you know are you willing to share, you know, with others? You know, we've got to remember when God created us, he created us as queens. We are his queens, you know, and he sets us out there to spread the word. That's all I can hear all the time. Spread the word, spread the word. And so if we start to think as women, if we start to think, gosh, what is, what am I like on the inside? You know, it's, it's called like, you know, doing a self-examination. Doesn't take even five minutes. You know, never, never put yourself down. 
always, always, yes, I'm a queen. I am definitely a queen. If I'm no more than a queen to myself, that's what I am. Because I know how I feel in the inside. So maybe we can spread that. That will that that will kind of make a, a difference, you know. Yes. Well, I do have a large female base. So mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully they will listen in and just know that we were already queens. We by royalty, by you know our ancestry like you have to know that you're a queen but I understand because even like when I'm shopping for an outfit if I see the word queen like printed out on shirt I'm like um no I don't get that one (laughs) yeah but it doesn't mean that I don't think I'm a queen right right exactly you know you don't it's like um even you know just hearing the word for myself before I really got into it, I didn't think I was a queen either. I didn't think I was beautiful either. I didn't think that because you know why? Because I never was told that. I never had nobody to step up and tell me that until when I married my husband and he would tell me, you're beautiful. There's nothing wrong with you the way you are, but you hear other people on the outside, you know, that, make you feel like family members that make you feel like you're no, that's not what you are. You know, I just keep saying we get sidetracked as women to think that being beautiful and being a queen means somebody telling you, girl, you know, you fine. That's not it. That's not at all. Mm -mm. Right. So Deborah also has a, radio show that she hosts it's uh, live in the divas den with co-host andre tyrone so can you tell us how you met him and how you guys started that venture well first of all i met andre years and years ago and um everyone knows that you know andre is is a lot younger than i am but you know, he fell right underneath, I could say underneath my wings at the time, and then he blossomed, you know. Um, I met him out at an open mic one night down in Atlanta, and um, I don't know, it was just something about him that pulled me towards him when I heard him put out the first note out of his mouth. And when I hear people, you know, that have this great talent and, and it's for somehow, it, it just, I don't know, it touched me in a way. I don't even know what the feeling was. But I felt like he was, he was like an angel that needed somebody else to tell him, say, wow, look at you. You can, you know, you can do a lot. And I believe at that time, he was going through something himself and he needed that. And so it just became like, um, I guess I was like, not the grandmother, but, you know, just somebody that always was there for him and he was always there for me. He's like a son to me. You know, if I need him for anything, he he's there, he'll come, you know, and you don't find that all the time, you know? So we've just been like two peas in a pot. <laughs> ever since you know we don't agree on everything but we know how to talk about it and how to come to an agreement where okay this is what makes sense 
Yes. So Live in the Divas Den is on 92.6, the mix, correct? Uh -huh. Yes. <laughs> okay. So you guys can check out on Saturdays. They're live at 11 a.m. And when I tell you these two are a hoot, I don't care how deep the subject gets, like listening <laughs> to them just like go back and forth with the subject, you know, it's, it's really fun. So I love listening to them and I've listened to them a couple of times. I've even been on the show. So yes, and you gotta come back. Don't forget. Yeah. Don't forget. Yes. yes. I have a couple of things I have to do this year. So I, I do plan to make that trek to Atlanta. So as soon as I find out when, I will let you know so that we can hook up and link up and do our thing because I yes. love to be on the show again. Yes. So yes. Soon. And remember, we're on there every second and fourth Saturday of the month. Okay, so you guys heard it. So y'all be sure to check it out, especially those who live in Atlanta. Y'all should be able to pull that radio station up. And, yes. and if not, you can go on Instagram. They're live on Instagram mm -hmm. and also on Deborah's page. I said that Deborah is an author. So let's talk about your books, Breaking Chains and Manifestations for Women 50 and Over. Breaking Chains paved the pathway for the affirmate the 30-day affirmations and manifestations for women 50 and over. Um, and the reason why I said that is because it shows the growth from breaking chains. And breaking chains was like a testimony for me. It was a way for me to really, really see that I no longer needed to be dependent upon the feelings of others, what they think, you know. It should be what I think. And that's the way it is now. So I guess in one way I could say breaking chains has hardened me. You know what I'm saying? It's made me look at life a whole lot different, look at the way I treat myself a whole lot different. And so that's where the um, affirmation and manifestation came from. It uh, gives women the opportunity to try for 30 days of just affirming themselves, you know, telling themselves every day a very positive affirmation, uh, making that affirmation work for them. And then at the end of that day, going into uh, the book, there's a journal section in there with a journal question for them to be able to see whether or not that affirmation worked for them or whether or not it didn't work for them. It's just like a self-reflection. And then when you get to the end, every single day, you can um, determine how you feel because the flower on the front cover of the book, that flower represents me. It represents where I came from, from that dark spot to now to that bright spot. And so you want to stay in that bright spot. You don't want to go in the dark area. So that's why I'm always saying a lot of times in my affirmations, don't let anyone dim your light. That's the same thing. Don't let them dim the color of the flower that you feel that you are, you know, for that day. So that journal, that affirmation journal is to just help women, you know, and I say 50 and over because those are the groups that I usually target. But in actuality, I've had younger people that have purchased that book and say, oh, my God, you know, this book is helping me so much. You know, I had one lady that bought the book and came to find me 
to get me to sign the book when she had already purchased the book, but it was, you know, afterwards when the books had gone out. But, you know, it's things like that that make me know that what I'm saying and what I'm doing, it's working. It may not be getting to everybody, but it's definitely getting to some. And when it gets to some, that some group, hopefully we'll pass it on to other people, especially when, you know, everyone will start seeing, oh, why are you shining so brightly? You know, something about you, you got this glow. Yeah, girl, I got the glow of that I love myself now. And I'm treating myself like I love myself more. So that's where that came from. So awesome. Well, I love the color. So it is like a dark background and then this bright flower. Which yeah. Is beautiful. So that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense just now. Yeah. And, you know, I don't usually talk about book covers or think mm-hmm. about, it, but that made a lot of sense just then. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that you like came together with that because people might not even notice, but it means a lot, especially when you're it an does. author. So when I purchased you one of your cups, I did a video and like mm-hmm. so many people liked that video. And it was, it was so funny because I just had like the cup up to the screen so people can <laughs> see it. And um, it says, I choose to embrace all of me and then mm-hmm. had queen on it. So yeah. people really loved seeing that and then like at the end I think I do show my face but um let's talk about your apparel where did you come up with that from like I choose to embrace all of me well first of all those are affirmations that are in my book and so every three months I'm changing up the cup like I have a new cup and that new cup now has the the picture of that flower on it and then it has a new affirmation on the back of it. And so, you know, every single solitary, I drink, I'm a coffee drinker. I drink at least one cup every day. So I don't drink out anything else except for my cup. Because when I pick up that cup to drink out of it, the first thing I see is that affirmation, which starts my day. And many people don't know that you are in control of how your day is going to begin and how it's going to end. We know it's not always going to be perfect. But what we want to do is say, okay, well, I did start it out this way. It didn't go that way. But you know what? That's okay. Tomorrow will be a better day. And keep going and not just give up on that. So if anybody has not purchased one of those cups, I do advise you to get you a cup. Go on my website and, you know, look at the different cups because the new one, it definitely is that flower that's on there. So you see that on the front. And then you see on the back, the affirmation. Um, The rest of the things that I've come up with so far are t-shirts. I've got uh, t-shirts, I've got pink, I've got green, I've got black, and they have that first affirmation on there. And I'm working on trying to find someone to help me with a pajama line. I want a very simple pajama line that I can actually take and put one of the affirmations, maybe just on the pocket of the, pajamas or maybe put it on the back just somewhere women to just recognize oh my god let me remind myself before I go to bed don't forget to embrace all of me you know it's just those little reminders just like if you read a scripture from the bible at night or you read some other type of um christian type of inspiration you read that and you go to bed with that and you remember that So you can do the same with that affirmation on that pajama line. So that's what I'm working on there. 
I got hoodies as well too, and now it's cold, so a hoodie would feel really good at this point in time for that. But I'm working on also trying to find, like I've got my husband that I've asked to try to come up with a symbol for men because men need to embrace themselves as well. You know, they need to know how to love themselves. You'd be surprised how many men have out there that they may too have been put down, you know, because I've had people that contacted me for their husbands in my book to find out how am I dealing with the issue that I have with my family because they're going through the same thing. So why not have something for men? So, you know, I'm trying to work on that and get my husband to work on like uh, a logo for the hats for men because men like to wear hats. So, you know, things are just gradually, gradually coming. But as I think of those, there's something else bigger comes through, you know, so I've got my other big project. So I was thinking like, I have one request. If you're going to go <laughs> into the pajama line, please make them soft because honey, I oh, love yeah. Soft pajamas, Sandy. They are just. Yeah, I like. I like the kind of. I I don't like the silk as much because they make me sweat. Right. But I just like maybe a thin cotton. You know yeah. something that listen because I like to you know come out that stuff it'd be so hot but a thin nice thin cotton would be perfect you know for me so I like I said I've been asking around trying to find manufacturers there's some but you have to know who to trust and who not to trust so I'm in between that you know and finding anyone that knows someone that would love to you know maybe help me out with that and then I put my affirmation on it so I haven't given up on it yet I'm still doing my research okay well I will add to it I will look to see the pajamas that I got for Christmas I love them I will let you know who made them yes <laughs> I know as a huge humanitarian, you like giving back. So can you please tell us about the Free to Be Me collection? Yes. Free to Be Me, I'm really happy about it because I just got my LLC for it. So that means everything from my books, my cups, you name it. Anything that has to do with inspiration coming from me is all falling underneath that line of Free to Be Me. Because free to be me means that you are who you are. No one can tell you what you can't be. No one can tell you what you can't do. So you're free to be who you are. And so um, one of the biggest things underneath there is me giving back to my community. And this, again, this will be like the third year going into giving back to the community of high school girls, juniors and seniors. I love donating prom dresses for them because you know anyone that's a mom and has daughters in high school know that you have a senior budget that senior budget takes a large chunk out of a parent's pocket so then when you talk about okay now they want to go to a prom you go to find dresses dresses a decent dress a really good dress it's gonna run you two hundred dollars or more you know for them and so um, I believe it was when we were in that first, I don't want to say not depression, but uh, where the government had shut down. That's where I came in with the idea of how can I help? Because I could hear me being a teacher. I hear so many parents that 
had kids that was in my room that had seniors and they were like, oh my God, Lord, in the senior budget. And then I don't know how I'm going to get them to do good, go to the prom. So I thought about, I said, I started in my closet first and I started finding, okay, what after five dresses do I have in here that maybe a young girl might want to wear, you know? And I started gathering those. Then I took my chances of saying, I'm going to see if I could get other people to donate to this cause. What really did it was when I had my first interview with Fox 5 News with Natalie McCain. Mm. I tell you what, she came out, she interviewed me, and she said, I hope you're going to have a big space to, you know, store away dresses. Because she said, once this interview airs, she said, you're going to see a big difference. I kid you not. Once the interview aired, I had people out of town in different states. I had dresses mailed to me. Um, people were just bringing them to my school. I mean, it was so many, you know. And like I said, that was the first year. Then came along the second year, and then Channel 2 News interviewed me. And even though um, it was in the time, I think that's when COVID came in. And things weren't as good. The schools actually didn't really have problems. So that was one year that kind of, I don't want to say it sucked, but it just went back. But the next year, everything just got really, really good. I had a store that donated boxes and boxes of dresses to me. And when I kid you not, when we had the, the actual event, because I used the Courtyard Marriott in Duluth all the time for my event, the line was out the door. Girls and their parents came in. It was like a store. They come in, um, they take that night, they browse through the racks, they choose a dress, try it on, and leave with it. You know, and the only thing I asked for last year was for them to actually leave a piece of inspiration for someone else. And a lot of them, instead of getting the inspiration, they wrote me these thank you cards. And I have them, I got a box of them. And they were just telling me how grateful they were and, you know, things like that. And so those girls who get those dresses, they come back the next year and bring them, you know, they'll bring them back. And anyone that donates, they have to make sure that the dresses are dry cleaned and ready for the girls to take them and actually wear them. So it's a year that is just amazing. So March the 4th, I look forward to this one this time to having dresses. I've already gotten some girls that have RSVP because I asked them to do that. Let me know that they're coming. And then I had one that said, I'm coming and I'm bringing my friend, you know, or one I'm coming, I'm bringing my cousin. So the word gets around. And I had a person one time ask me, said, you should charge for this. And I said, for what? What reason? I said, this is not, I'm not charging people for to get a dress. I'm giving these things away. So everybody's mentality is different on that. Giving back means just what it says. You give. And this is coming from my heart. Someone once had to give me, so why can't I give to them? So if you're not, if you're able and you want to come and see what it's about, March the 4th, that's when it when the giveaway will will be. Okay, so it's March the 4th. Will it be at the same hotel again? Yes going to be at the Courtyard Marriott in Duluth. And I have um, on my website, I've got um, like a PowerPoint presentation running there that tells you, you know, the address and all of that. And um, it will it will be from um, six to 10. 
All right. Well, awesome. I know people will love to hear that information and I can really resonate with that. Um, at the time of the pandemic, I mm-hmm. had a, I'm a boy mom as well as a girl mom, but <laughs> my youngest and the last of the Mohicans was still in school. And so I can resonate with how tough it was to even yeah. think that we would even have a prom, right? Mm-hmm. But because he was a boy and we were in Colorado, it was different because, you know, we're from Florida. So that Mm -hmm. he had to be jazzed up. So he came to me with this little $20 shirt from Amazon. I was like, are you going dressed like a a soccer coach? Because it was like a little turtleneck, a little tight. You know how some of the coaches or gym people wear like little tight fitting stuff he's like that's what we're wearing while we're not going overboard you don't have to worry about spending a whole bunch of money I'm not driving any fancy car he's like all of that stuff y'all used to do back in the day he said I'm over so I'm just thinking oh he looks busted but how about he came back and he made prom king (laughs) we were don't they don't put the boys don't wear like the tuxedos but they wear I, I call it like a dressy, jazzy style jacket. They don't wear no bow tie. They wear the shoes with no socks. Some wear sneakers with it, but they still look good. But the girls, they love to look Yeah, amazing. the girls are always dressed up. But when I said he didn't even have it on a jacket, it was just like a, you know what it looks like? It looks like the, um, you know how the, the scuba divers wear that whole yeah. bodysuit? Yeah, That's they what like it looked like. Mm-hmm. No jacket, nothing. I was like, Sucker. <laughs> but he came back as prom king. So I was like, okay, you know more than I do. So yeah. With you guys. Yeah. But Deborah, that is a beautiful thing. I know you love to give back and help, but I really need to know, like, tell me what is up next for you? What's up next for me is um, I'm planning in right now in my head sometime in April and May, I want to give a brunch for ladies to come out, um, an inspirational type brunch. The other biggest thing that I'm trying to work on now is um, my, since I have my LLC, Free To Be Me, my mind is that I, is telling me I want to open up a center called the Free To Be Me Inspirational and Creativity Center. And I wanted to be able to meet these kids in the afternoon who, you know, maybe they don't have anywhere to go and they have in their mind, you know what? I want to be an artist. I want to be a writer, you know? But other people are saying, oh, no, you can't do that. I want to be able to have a place where they can come and feel free. If they want to come in and spit out some poetry, if they want to come in and, you know, create a nice masterpiece of a drawing, if they want to come in and get somebody to help them with writing, that's what I want I want to do. You know, I want to leave that. That's what I want. I want... I wanted to be there for me to be able to look at it and say, wow, you know what? Look how many young people, you know, are being inspired. And it's not only going to be for them, but it will be for any, any women or any men who feel the desire that, you know what? When I was young, I couldn't do this. But then now I got a place where I still can, you know, can dream and still can do what I want to do. I wanted to draw then. I couldn't do it. My mom didn't have money to buy me the the paper to draw on. Or I want to sing, but I couldn't do that either, you know. It was always 
the factor in of not having enough money to be able to do these things. And we have a lot of single moms, you know? So, you know, why not have a place just to come relax, you know, come and relax and the free to be me center. So that's what I, that's what, what I want to work on now. So I'm trying to look for grants, you know, and things like that to be able to help me to get that started. Okay. Well, that is amazing. That sounds so great to hear that you're giving back once again to the community. So yeah. I, I will send you information that I do have, if I haven't sent it to you already, on some grants that you can look into. No, you um, haven't. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. so I will be sure to do that as well as next week. Be sure to tune in because I have Salik coming on. He, okay. he runs an event space. So he okay. has the classes on that. So be sure to check in. But with that being said, we're going to pause right here for okay. a message from our sponsors. Okay. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. Would you like to create your very own podcast? Well, Spotify has a free user-friendly way for you to broadcast your show. It's called Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to create a podcast. Even a kid like me can use it. Go to anchor.fm and get started today. This is Maddie with Tell Email. Now back to our episode. Okay, so thanks for holding. Right now, we're about to play our game. And remember, there is no hesitation, no concentration. You can't say no or nope. So are you ready, Deborah? I guess so, yes. <laughs> okay, so pick one of your favorite, and you have to pick one. Um, so the first question is Aretha, Patty, Gladys, Whitney, Tina. Whitney. Oh, yes. I have been listening to a lot of Whitney lately, and I realized that I had a, a little post that went a little viral. And I was mm -hmm. like, well, why did this post go viral? And it was a Whitney Houston song. I think it was, oh, I want to dance with somebody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. And then um, the next one is elementary, middle, high school, or college classes. Which one would you prefer? elementary oh but you're in middle right now right oh yeah I'm, I'm at middle I'm teaching middle school yeah it, it's kind no it's between because it's fifth grade so it's okay. the last grade before going to middle mm -hmm. so that's elementary yeah mm -hmm. they're so precious at that age and yes they are they, they are definitely yes all right so the next question is Louisiana or Georgia Georgia. <laughs> well, I guess that's why you're there, right? Yes. <laughs> right. Okay. So the next one is independent or record label? Independent. Because I can be who I want to be. I can sing what I want to sing. I can write about what I want to write about. I don't have to have someone to tell me, oh, well, you know what? We want you to write about being in the club. I don't go in the club. So I would be pretending. I wouldn't know what to write about. 
not only that, I don't like anyone to tell me how to wear my hair, what to put on. I like to dress myself. So, you know, it's just a way for me to be who I am without any stress. Right. And I told you, I was like, Debra, you were super cute at that festival. I think it was like a pink dress and it had like a like almost like a chevron print maybe it wasn't chevron but it was like a hot pink it was a soft pink on a hot pink yeah i fell in love with that dress it was super cute i I have two of those dresses made but they're different colors like yeah i love it yeah because it's always so it's hot out there you're out you're outside the festival is outside and you know it's just hot so you want to be as cool as possible Right. Okay. So the last one is audiobook, ebook, paperback, hardcover. Hardcover. Oh, okay. You know, out of all of my books, I haven't like even thought about doing a hardcover, but I like the cover. So I think that's my next venture to kind of look into. I look, I love it. That's my last book. Was hard, It's hardcover. Oh, it's I want something that would last for people you know like the softback my first one was paperback and it's just not as durable as the hardback and when you want people to keep something for years and years to come that hardback definitely is is a good one yes mm-hmm. so right now if you don't mind can you tell the audience where they can find you good very very easy on all social media it's I am the real Deborah Ware. That's easy to find. Um, if you go to my YouTube, Deborah Ware. Um, let's see where. Oh, Reverb Nation, Deborah Ware. Um, Spotify, Deborah Ware. Um, I'm trying to think. It's um, it's so many other different places. And for books, Amazon. You can go to Amazon. You can go to Barnes and Noble. You can go to Walmart. Um, and then also my own website, which is www.iamtherealdebraware.com. That will supply you with links to download and purchase my uh, music for 99 cents. Each song is there. Um, you can purchase all of my um, apparel that I have there because I have not created one other separate uh, website for that. So you can go there and find everything you need right underneath there. And so like my kids in my class said, can we Google you? Yes. Oh, they went crazy over that. I'm like, wow. So yeah, then you can just Google Deborah Ware and it will bring you to any video or anywhere you want to go. And shout out to all my videos. I don't want to leave this out because everyone has been different and been really good. Markeon Edwards. He is, I, I would say the prince of the videos right now as far as that goes, because he makes you feel very comfortable and at home. But now I've got everything I need to create all the stuff I have. And I have all my tools that I use for me creating. One, my microphone, very own. Book two. (laughs) Book one. Um, I have my computer, my, my, um, laptop right here. And of course, now I've got my own camera added to the bunch. So, you know, now, and I can't take that down cause it's recording right now too, but 
you know, you have to have everything you need to create all these websites and everything that you want. And so right now, you know, I'm loving all of it, every bit of it. So just Google Deborah Ware and Instagram and all of those. I am the real Deborah Ware. Okay. And that's social media platforms. Okay, well, thank you for that. So was there anything that you wanted to say or did you want to sing a song or anything for the audience before we go? Um, well, I'll just, I'll say, I am beautiful. I am a queen on my own throne. God made me just who I am, a ravishing queen with a heart of gold. I am a goddess, can't you see? I am just who I want to be. And everybody, just go and download that for 99 cents and you can have it for as your own. But to just leave a word of thought with um, my listeners, learn to love you because you can't love anyone else until you love yourself. So put yourself first, put yourself on a pedestal and don't let anyone dim your lights. And that's it. All right. Awesome. Well, you guys heard it here. The beautiful songstress Deborah Ware enlightened us today. If opportunity doesn't knock for you, build a door and kick that sucker down. But in the words of Deborah Ware, keep your dreams alive. Peace out. Thank you. Hey, my precious peaches. Thank you so much for listening in to Tell Email. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you tune in from. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Email Henry. Thanks. Thank you.